Wesley. Hey there, buddy. What's going on? How are you, man? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? Good. Good. I haven't heard anything back from uh, from Joe the show, so I don't know if he's able to join or not. He he is not able to. He said that he's going to uh, go ahead and be a listener this week. That's so, all right. Yeah. We, we love our listeners just as much as we love our participants. Absolutely. And speaking of, uh, we want to give a shout out to Joe celebrating three years at Smuckers um, with a work anniversary there. I wonder how many Pop-Tarts he has stolen over those three years. That would be a very, very good question. Um, I think we can both agree that not as many as if Ward was working there. Not even close. Uh, Want to give a special shout out to Devin Falk, too. A new, uh, he's a longtime listener and recent favorite T of the podcast. So shout out to Devin. Um, with that being said, let's get down to it, buddy. Um, got tournament coming around. Uh, starts tonight. We thought uh, we'd get together and uh, deliver this podcast and break down uh, each of the divisions and talk about a couple of other things uh, heading into the tournament. So uh, I'll go ahead and turn it over to you. Yeah, all right. Well, that, you know, collaborative effort. I'll, I'll get started, but uh, obviously looking forward to your thoughts too. I think probably should start with, with uh, undeniably the weaker division, which is the beach division. Um, and you, you got to say the favorites, especially if you're looking just at, at cup differential, at record. It's got to be Ace and Schling. Um, they're three and zero. They've won by twelve total cups, uh, which you know I'm not the math wizard. That's that's Schling, but I, I'm guessing that's somewhere around an average margin of victory of four cups per game, which is it, it's remarkable when you think about it. And uh, the one question I have is whether the the easy route to the tournament that those guys have had they haven't played in a in a close game yet i, I wonder if that's going to come back to bite them and and i wouldn't worry so much about schling as i would with kyle here uh you know if he's staring into his computer monitor across the table from from you and skyler or in the next round you know maybe like a wheeze and a will it's down to one cup each is he going to be able to calm himself down and hit that final shot i mean can he repeat the heroic performance he had against Ramapo back in the elite eight uh, in 2003, when I think you remember this, Matt, he shut down truck. He hit the game winning free throws. He wrapped and iced uh, Nelson's injured ankle on the bench during a timeout. Didn't commit a single turnover. And then I think he won 15 or 20 pong games back in Carnarden later that night. I mean, that was, that was clutch Kyle. I don't know if we can see that again. Yeah. I mean, you bring some, some really good points in there. Um, I think we all remember the performance that he had in the uh, Rampapo game. Um, I know that I myself will never forget that uh, performance. I don't think Jimmy uh, Jimmy will ever be able to forget that performance. You know, the, the clutch things that Kyle was able to accomplish there and undoubtedly one of the best uh, clutch performances the, in the history of the College of Worcester um, probably will ever see. Um, and you know, I, I think Schling, Schling brings just a calmness, you know, the, the calm before the storm. He's, he's Mr. Poker face, never gets rattled. Uh, always, always right there at the top of his game. Um, never more evident than when he stepped on this podcast, we put him in the ringer and uh, he stepped up and answered every question. Didn't have any problems. Um, but Ace, you know, a close game. I'm with you. I, I think that, that that really is going to be their downfall. I I do not look for that team to make it to uh, the championship game. Um, I think the, 
the weaker competition that they played to get to the point where they've gotten will come back to bite them. That is, you're you're making news right off the top here. Hey, I mean, there's no reason to to wait till the. I'm here. Yeah, I've got a little little minor hiccup, but we're good. Yeah, I don't know. A phone call came in in the middle of the podcast there, but uh, we don't take we don't take phone calls from people we don't know. We we, we got our priorities. Yeah, yeah, we got priorities. So, um, let's move on. Let's let's go to, go to the the Western Conference, if you will. Yeah, yeah, the Mez Division. I think uh, you know. I, I I'm not. I don't enjoy talking about myself here, but PJ and I two and one and. Uh, by default won that division with a plus nine, I believe cup differential. But when you really break down the numbers, you know, that's heavily skewed by a a seven cup victory over Wheeze and will. And I don't want to rehash things on here, but I I don't think anybody thinks that PJ and I are seven cups better than those two. I mean, will forgot that he had a game decided to play outside for the first half of the game. And this reminded me of a story. And I, I don't know if this is folklore or if this is a true story, but, I remember somebody telling me several years ago that there was a a Worcester hoops game where Will's brother was actually there watching the game uh, during the JV game. And the varsity guys were supposed to be in the locker room getting ready. And the way the story was relayed to me is coach Moore actually went up to Will's brother, mistook him for Evan and asked why he wasn't in the locker room getting ready for the game. And, you know, I always had a good laugh and thought Coach Moore might have been, uh, you know, just just a little bit preoccupied pregame. But after watching what Will did against PJ and I a weekend or two ago, I think Coach Moore was a little bit ahead of his time. And I don't think he was he was wrong to be concerned about Will's focus and pregame prep. So that's that's just you talk about that little little slight um, a little mistake, uh, scheduling snafu, whatever it is, that cost Weez and Will dearly because because PJ and I get the one seed. Uh, Agler's got to go play Wade and whatever partner he decides to muster up. And then Weez and Will have to go to the two seed of the beach division, which, yeah, it's a weaker division, but they're still playing a two seed. So that was a pretty costly error. Yeah, I mean, um, I've never heard that story before. Um, definitely does make you wonder. Uh, I know I felt like uh, Skyler and I, we, we, for vast portion of that tournament, uh, really underperformed. And uh, I think I can make an argument that our, our best game was probably against Weez and Will. It just was highly overshadowed by those guys, um, virtually unconscious. I mean, I think, I think Weez was still, still wrapped up in, in uh, whatever sex he was involved with before the game started. And, was still riding the high of, of that whole thing. Probably had some nudes that were sent to him or something. And, um, and those guys were – I don't think it would have mattered who played them that night. They were going to win. And, uh, you know, you take away that, that performance from Will being late to the game and uh, really uh, mind-banging his, his partner like that. And you're right. I mean, I think you take – I take you and PJ and I take uh, Weeds and Will and I think you guys are – evenly matched teams that that really has skewed the results uh, i still think that uh, you and pj probably come out victorious there in that game but uh, not by seven cups maybe by one or two and then who knows what happens to uh to, to the way that bracket plays out but uh you know you can only only work with what you're given and um, you guys earn that one seed and um, Weez and will are relegated to uh having to go to the other side and take on uh you know, a team that they, they probably should beat, but uh, that's why you play the game. 
Yeah. Well, let's now that we're diving into the schedule. What's your uh, what's your what's your favorite first round matchup? Which game are you most excited to see? Well, um, you know, there's a lot of really intriguing matchups out there, but uh, if I had to pick one, and I'm gonna pick one, it's Jaguar and D's versus Ward and Wade. And uh, there's a there's just a lot of juicy stuff in this matchup. I mean, does does D's even show up? You know, the last thing that we saw, the last thing that uh, was sent out to to all the fans in the Pong tournament was, uh, you know, he's stepping away from the game for for mental reasons or for personal reasons. Um, he didn't divulge too much into that, but uh, one has to wonder, um, you know, is the Wi-Fi that he's using part of that? The fact that he's, you know, two and three shots behind everybody else, um, everyone else is, is running live and he's on tape delay. Um, is he, is he going to be there mentally, you know, hundred percent mentally is the water levels, you know, the water level arguments, is that going to bother him again? It really, really played a factor in that last game. Um, how does he respond post temper tantrum? You know, he threw a temper tantrum to the, the extremes that we've never really seen before. Um, can D's, and, and this is probably the biggest factor. Can D's keep Ward out of his head? Because Ward has a way of getting underneath uh, Deez's skin, and I could really see um, this time. I think Ward might be the most important player in that matchup. Um, he's not going to get it done by making cups, but but his ability to affect uh, Deez's mindset, I think, is probably the biggest factor in that game. What's the over under on uh, sausage pictures that Ward sends out the day before that game? We're going to go with two and a half, probably. Mm, seems low, but that's all right. Uh, I, I think that's a good matchup, too. It actually makes me regret not dialing in for the last Agler-Ds matchup. I'm going to go with the other uh, two-versus-three match with Falk and Blake taking on Weez and Will. And it's just – oh, man, it's primetime TV whenever you got a matchup with Weez and Will because you, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if they're going to show up. You don't know if they're going to hit five bring-it-backs in a row and, and maybe the other team doesn't even get a chance to shoot. I mean, anything is possible with those two. And then you got a relative newcomer in Mila. This will be his first postseason tournament. Um, a lot of potential, a lot of improvement. And it just just be a fun matchup. And I think that's tonight's game, if, if I'm not sure. And, uh, I mean, if I, I think that's right. If I were going to ask anyone, it wouldn't be Will. Uh, but I guess we could call Blake or, or uh, Falk and make sure that is tonight's matchup. I do believe you're correct. Um, you know, Mueller basically has been the commissioner of this thing, kind of the commissioner in hiding, if you will, or the silent commissioner. So he's always a, a good bet to uh, anytime you need some information, you, you know you're going to get a solid uh, solid response there. Um, I really like that matchup too. Um, I think you're, you're right on that. You know, Mueller has, has shown that he's gotten better with each game. And don't understate the importance of having the D2 coach of the year um, they're kind of to take the pregame speech. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fiery speech he gives Mueller. And it wouldn't surprise me if those guys came out and got on an early run and really put the pressure on Weez and Will. And, uh, you know, the team, that, uh, the team that doesn't crack will be the team that comes out on top on that one. That'll be fun to watch. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the only other, uh, you know, we were going to make some some prognostications about the schedule. I'm not sure. I, you know, we, we can skip through that. Really, uh, the, the, one, the one thing I really wanted to end on, um, quick question for you. I, I was looking forward to Joe's perspective, too. But 
Ryan Snyder joined a Zoom beer pong game on Saturday night. He joined with his iPhone. He was holding it in front of his face as he shot, but he did in a very disorganized fashion what nobody else in the Worcester Beer Pong Association run of play has been able to do. He beat Schlingman twice. The first, I was his partner. The second time, M was his partner. Then he joined forces with Schling Smitty, and you remember he, he beat us, you know, him and Schling. Mm-hmm. So he was 3-0 and Saturday night. Uh, I've got a pretty uncomfortable question for, for you and for the other competitors in this tournament. Is there going to be an asterisk next to the name of whichever team comes out on top here? Because Ryan is not in the tournament. And look, I don't want to, I don't want to besmirch any of the wonderful performances of our competitors so far, but man, I was really, really impressed with how Ryan performed on Saturday night. So another way to think about this is the winner of this tournament, essentially the 1994 Houston Rockets. Yeah. They, they win the title. No one's going to take the ring away. They're not going to make them take their banners down, but Jordan was playing baseball in Birmingham that year. And, and whoever wins the, the Worcester Beer Pong Association tournament this weekend, if it's Kyle and Schling celebrating the title, you know, are we going to congratulate them in a little bit more uh, of a reserved fashion? Because Ryan is sitting in Sebring waiting for an opportunity. And so I was thinking, I got a proposal. I think we need Jimmy to pick a partner and take on the champions of the Worcester Beer Pong Association. And that matchup should be Sunday evening right before the last dance documentary of Michael Jordan debuts. I can't wait to watch that documentary. I'm sure you're excited too. The only way I could think about uh, getting really mentally focused and ready to watch that documentary is if I've watched Jimmy and a partner of his choosing take on the WBPA champions right before. Well, I mean, you, you really bring up a really great point. Um, there's, there's no doubt that there will be a, a cloud of uncertainty uh, hovers over top of whichever team comes out of this thing victorious. Um, I did get to witness uh, Jimmy um, really performing at a, a peak level, which, uh, you know, you, you look at the kid and he's definitely not in peak physical, uh, you know, shape, but uh, mentally was he on it or what? I mean, not only was he making cups, holding his iPhone right next to him, um, but the, his ability to make shots over top of uh, five Michael Jordan figurines. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that he owns five Michael Jordan figurines. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's sidestep that piece. But, uh, I mean, at some point, Jordan, Jordan needed to step up and make him miss, not just hope that he was going to miss, and he was never able to do that. And uh, Jimmy just continued to drain cup after cup in uh, – it was a remarkable performance. It really was. Yeah, it was. It was a remarkable performance. So, what, what if I've got some ideas? But if he were to partner up, who would you like to see him partner up with? Well, um, I think I'm going to take this one off the beaten path a little bit, and uh, might surprise some folks and uh, pick somebody that uh, is off of everybody's radar. But uh, I'm going to go with Patrick Rufner, and um, I do have a reason for that. Um, can't be understated that these guys knew down the road that an opportunity like this was going to present itself. Uh, they started preparing back in early 2000 when they were roommates together. You remember that, you know, Jimmy used to, he used to shack up over there in uh, the basement of Bisman and uh, they practiced deep into the night on their pawn games. Um, you know, they've, uh, they've tried many times to deceive us. 
highlighted by the double birds that Jimbo gave Pat back in Lima in the summer of 04 while Judy stood by nodding proudly in agreement. Um, and let's not forget all of the pregame speeches that Jimbo listened to Pat give the JV troops. Uh, the constant mental coaching that Pat Lloyd and Jimmy are on the way. Uh, it all leads up. It all leads up to to an event like this, where uh, those two team up and take on the uh, the champion of this tournament. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I I what I did is I went four different paths for Jimmy. Um, and I'm trying to compare them. It, it, it's all folks in the tournament. So obviously this is going to be dependent upon who actually wins because he's not going to partner with somebody from the winning team. But I'm going to compare each of these to, uh, to an NBA great and see what, what, uh, what Jimmy would like to do. But my first one would be the LeBron option. And uh, this is a legacy-defining choice here for Jim. And it would be teaming up with Isaac. Uh, Ward's performance throughout the tournament here has been uh, – I don't know how to be polite here. It's been shit. And uh, nothing would do more for Jimmy's Worcester beer pong legacy than to just pick up some dead weight and knock off the champions 24 hours after they've been crowned. And there's no deader weight than Ward. It would be like LeBron carrying Sasha Pavlovich and Daniel Booby Gibson past the Pistons to the NBA Finals. And that's that's why I was thinking it's a LeBron-type move. It'd be a legacy-type move. I'm not sure if Jim, Jimmy would be turned off by that, by that comparison to LeBron. We all know that, that he, uh, he's got some insecurities around the greatest of all time, LeBron James. And so I don't know if he would pick Ward. That was my first option. My second option for Jim is the Kobe Bryant option. I think most of our listeners would not be surprised to learn that uh, Jimmy is – slightly left of center on the political spectrum. And I think uh, the way he could embrace that is to pick one of the two ladies in the competition, Emma Gina. He, it, it, he can play the gender equality card. He can talk about how he supports the women's game. And this reminds me of all the positive stuff you heard about Kobe in the wake of his passing, about the things he did, reaching out to WNBA players, coaching his daughter's team. So that's the, that's the Kobe move. The Magic Johnson move, in my mind, Smitty, that would be picking Mueller or Wheeze, somebody like that. A little bit of a dark horse, a relative newcomer. Uh, I think Wheeze is the youngest competitor in the event. But, but picking a partner like this could, could be like magic during the Dream Team days, where clearly there's going to be a changing of the guard. And, and does Jimmy want to mentor that next generation of talent, uh, get his fingerprints on you know the next generation of beer pong greatness? Or, or is he going to be uh, a little bit, too competitive is he going to bristle at the idea of playing with a younger competition uh, and shun that opportunity of, of being a mentor the last one and this is my preferred choice it's the ubuntu option the the, the doc rivers kevin garnett celtics uh and this would be the nostalgic path for jim and this is be the path that i'd like to see him go down i'd like to see him re-team up with agler and and bury the hatchet on i think what everybody would agree is the most memorable Bill Buckner-esque beer pong moment uh, in the history of the tournament. But those two guys, I mean, they were, they were on the cusp of a dynasty. They had a lot of good memories, a lot of great games, uh, just, a, just a real good bond. And I would hate to see one mistake uh, permanently derail that. And I think this is a chance for Jimmy to, to like I said, bury the hatchet and forgive that uh, and perhaps – Make a, make a big piece of history here. So that, that's my 
preferred route for Jim. But, uh, of course, I had to waste some time by those three other options because we're all quarantined and we're very bored. And, uh, you know, I'd rather be doing this than work. Well, I mean, you, you bring some very interesting um, suggestions there. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm with you that I, I would love to see, uh, him and Joe reunite, um, Joe to get that second chance. Um, they really were the Jordan and the Pippin, you know, back, uh, back when they were running, um, in, in the halls of Canarden. it just so happened that at the same time that was going on, they were going up against the bad boys from Detroit and you and me and, and just never were able to get over that hump until, until we left. And then I uh, had the unfortunate incident with the cups. Uh, but I would love to see them. Uh, yeah, I would love to see them reconvene and, and take another stab at it. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch. Now, I know Joey, Joey's going to be a little miffed that we picked him because he thinks he's making the finals and, and going to win it all. But either way, I think that, that the championship on Saturday is going to be fun to watch. But a potential immediate rematch with Jimmy and a partner and the, and the champions right before the Jordan documentary gives folks something to look forward to all weekend long. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that that's a great idea. I'd love to see that come to fruition. Um, hopefully we can get Jimmy on board with that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can make that happen. Um, before we, we take off, I want to give a quick shout to our sponsor, Frankie's nubs, <coughs> janitorial services to clean out all those Audis. Um, with that, uh, Wes, we appreciate your time. We're looking forward to the tournament getting kicked off tonight. Um, big matchup there. I think that one's going to come down to the wire. Um, 10 seconds or less, who you got? I got to go Weez and Will. I think, I think the talent is there. Uh, the highs are high, the lows are low, but I think they'll bring it. Yep, I, I got Will making a game-winning shot. Um, it's a one-to-one game. Will drains it. Weez misses. Falk misses, Mueller rims out, and uh, Weezen will move on. So, That'll be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you here tonight, and uh, we appreciate your time, and we're looking forward to the next one already. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy, take care. See you, buddy.